0: Hello everyone and welcome to The Cast of Many Things Test Kitchen. We will be playtesting Field System RPG version 0.2 again this time. And with me today, I have Pat. Hello everybody. I will be playing Verenduvig, woodsman. And Otto.
1: Hello. I will be playing Alora today.
0: And Faye?
2: Hello, I will be playing Lynette Fleet.
0: And Norman?
2: Hi,
3: I will be playing Baker Arden.
0: Thank you for joining me to play this one-shot today. We have a different feel going for feel system today. I have my document entitled Serious Feels here. And we're going to go for a fairly chill tone, exploring an otherworldly forest, and we have the four of you as players. The system, feel system, is by Eduardo Wutzi. and I'll give his info when we do our contact um, info at the end. So to start, you're all wandering in the forest, and I have several questions for you. I'm going to start with Pat. What is your character's name?
4: My character's name is duvig He is a burly uh, gentleman with an axe. Here just trying to cut down some trees to gather some useful uh, wood so he can even make his little shack a little bit more of a home. But he's having some problems dragging it all home because for some reason his simple devices of magic aren't working well anymore of being able to tow the logs back to his shack.
0: And why are you out here by yourself?
4: I live about mile mile and a half away
0: and just it's what
4: I do very into solitude to be by myself except for my couple cats that are at the house.
0: Otto, what is your character's name?
1: My character's name is Alora. Just Alora.
0: What is your character's struggle?
1: Uh, Alora's struggle was she was recently turned human from a fox by a witch after eating too many of her chickens.
0: And Otto, why is Allura in the forest alone?
1: She is now trying to rediscover the world in her new form and how she fits into it.
0: Faye, what is your character's name?
2: My character's name is Lynette Fleet.
0: And what is Lynette's struggle, Faye?
2: Lynette is unfortunately struggling with unrequited love. There's just a lovely lady in the village that unfortunately does not love her back and is married.
0: And why is Lynette in the forest alone?
2: She has heard of, I was going to say fairies, but I kind of want to play into this because Alora has said that there's a witch. She has heard that there's a witch in the forest, that will help grant my wish to be with the one that I love.
0: Norman, what is your character's name?
3: Uh, my name is uh, Baker Arden, and I my struggle is that I'm typically afraid of everything. Uh, so I ended up being pulled into the forest by my bullies uh, to dare me to kill the witch, so I can prove that I'm brave, so that's why I'm in the forest.
0: You are all walking alone in the woods, far from your homes. You've lost your way, and you come into a clearing with large rocks standing stacked on each other in a circle. None of you see the others in this clearing. Just you, by yourself. What do you do?
4: I'm just trying to tug on this damn log. Stupid log! It's, it's got to cut it in half! Oh, not again. And he just goes to the center of this massive log. It's gotta be at least ten feet long. If it's cut in half, you might be able to drag half of it, and all of a sudden you just hear SWACK! 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 And there's just witch chips flying everywhere, and just, just grunts.
0: Uh, roll body for me.
4: Uh, what was that again? Uh, D6? 3D6? Um, uh, how did this one work again?
0: So I'll tell you the difficulty is going to be... Okay a 6, you're used to doing this, so you need to roll okay. at least one 6 or reveal a tag.
4: Um, my skill tag is my axe is sharp, and I gave that one my legendary action for a plus 4, okay.
0: and I rolled a 4, so that's 8. So you are able to easily chop this log in half, and as you do so, you see that with some of the vines in this clearing, you would be able to tie these two logs together and more easily roll the logs with you.
4: Much much better.
0: <sighs> are you entering the clearing to obtain the vines? Yes, yes. Just gonna go in there, gonna re- look up, pull, um, about how high there are vines. They're hanging down from trees in the center of the clearing, so as you enter the clearing, we're gonna cut scene to... Allura, you also see the same clearing with these stacked large rocks in arches. What do you
1: do? is still trying to figure out how to exist in this new body, so she has been foraging throughout the woods and trying to find what is appropriate for her to eat versus what will eventually harm her. And I think. She's been following a trail of mushrooms in the grass that she's found to be acceptable, uh, food.
0: Okay, roll Minds okay. for your foraging.
1: How many d6 would I roll for that? Sorry.
0: Uh, what is the rank of your mind skill? One, two, or three?
1: Probably three. I think foxes are pretty smart creatures.
0: Okay, then roll three d6s and tell me what the highest one is. This is going to be a difficulty 6 as well.
1: I have a 6, a 5, and a 2.
0: Then your roll is a 6, and you succeed, so you're able to follow this trail of mushrooms. It leads in what you would recognize with your mind roll, as it leads in an unnatural track toward the center of this clearing and stops. Hmm.
1: She's going to take a step back and begin to observe around the clearing while staying very still to see if there's anyone else in the area that could have been eating these mushrooms or some other creature that possibly may have gotten to them first.
0: You hear bugs flying around in the woods. You hear the chirping of crickets. You hear the hooting of an owl in the distance. You smell the smell of vegetation and pine on the wind. And nothing stirs in the, in the middle of the clearing.
1: I think she would... Just kind of... Rationalize with herself that... The mushrooms probably have just run out and begin to look for a new source... Of food or nourishment or water. And go deeper into the clearing.
0: So as you wander deeper into this clearing, feeling the soft grass on your newly human feet, the the roughage of the forest underneath your toes. You enter this clearing and we jump to Lynette. You see the same clearing. No one is here. What do you do?
2: Lynette is wearing a large satchel that's over her shoulders and um, kind of down at her hip. She's dressed almost as if she's not really uh, fit for the forest because she doesn't live here. She lives in the village. And so she's dressed in her normal village dress, has an apron on, maybe some boots that are a little bit hardier than her normal shoes. But she's holding a very large book um, that has a picture of a map. And she looks up every so often to try and see if she's in the right place. She sees the clearing looks down at her book, looks back up and marches without looking at anything else into the clearing because she has decided that this is the location that her book has told her. She goes up to the largest stone, kneels down and just puts both hands right onto the biggest stone. And as she's doing that, she looks over at the book that's now on her lap and she reads, "'I summon thee, O Great One, "'come forth and grant my desire make, my will be done, or not, and gain my ire.
0: As Lynette says this, uh, you wait, you feel the breeze of the forest, you hear it going through the trees, you see some vines hanging from the trees above, some mushrooms sprouting in the clearing ahead of you, and as you watch, a small light emerges from the ground in the center of the clearing. Very small. And more begin to coalesce and come out of the ground. They look like fireflies, but they're more of a bluish color, and they twinkle like stars. And with that, we will cut to Baker. You see this empty clearing surrounded by stacked rocks. No one is in it. Nothing is happening. What do you do?
3: I don't even want to be here. Those stupid bullies. Uh, uh, And Baker will look at his book. Where's. Where did goddamn witch house anyway? And he'll he'll just be looking around mostly. Ain't nothing here but trees. All trees. Just want to be home. And that's pretty much what. Baker would be doing you just be like walking and looking at like his like little notebook full of like notes for directions on how to get there but he he has like no real sense of direction in the forest
0: Can you make a mind roll with difficulty 4
3: That is 2d6 cuz i put a 2 in uh, i got a 4 and a 5
0: Okay, so you have a, you have one effect. Uh, You see in the distance a light and it does not appear to be firelight. It's across the clearing from you. It appears bluer, but, so you don't think that this is the lights of home, but it could be something.
3: I guess that's hopefully where I have to go and he'll start walking towards the light in hopes he could get some clearer answers
0: so as you enter the clearing the wind rustling through the trees above you stops abruptly you see a pile of stones in the middle of the clearing that you did not see before you see around you as though appearing from nowhere hundreds and hundreds of small blue lights that twinkle like stars. You see a large person with an axe reaching for some vines that are hanging from the trees. You see a young person with a furtive manner across uh, in bare feet looking around. And you see a young woman walking through this clearing, looking at a book with a map, and you all see each other.
4: I'm looking up and I'm pulling vines down and I just yank them. And there, my vision goes, seeing all these three other people. And how do the vines fall? Are they like spiraling down from like 50 feet up? Am I gonna accidentally
0: hit anybody with these now? So you separate one of the vines, and it doesn't fall. The top of it just continues floating. just uh, deta- detached from where it was, but it's almost like you're holding a balloon. But it's just a vine.
4: Well, who the hell are you? Why are you in my home? Why are you in my forest?
2: Are any of you witches?
3: Oh, I'm not a witch. I'm supposed to kill a witch. I only want to be here.
1: You guys
2: need to find the witch?
3: Yeah. I know nothing about
4: the witch.
2: I heard there was a witch in this forest that would grant you any wish if you could find her. That woman doesn't grant wishes.
1: She imparts curses and terrible things. You should leave while you can. What is this witch?
4: I, l- I, live, I live a mile away from here. I'm trying to carry wood to home. Why are you in my forest?
2: This is not your forest. It seems like there are lots of things that live in this forest that you may not know about. What are your names? And you, how do you know about this witch? Well, I'm Alora. uh...
1: I knew of this witch because she used to provide... For myself and my family and then we took too much and she got angry and she changed me and she's a horrible woman you need to stay away from her
2: you don't understand I'm desperate I would give anything if she would grant my wish I don't know if she's in the business of wishes Nevertheless, I have to try. This is my last chance. If you know where she lives, you have to show me. Okay, I guess. Sure. Do you have any food or water? I'll do it for that. Uh, yeah, actually, I think Lynette probably would have brought some food and water in her satchel. And so she will open her satchel, take out her water skin, and hand it to Alora, and then hand over, like, a handkerchief, and inside the handkerchief is tied, like, some, like, bread and cheese. <laughs> she, she opens it slowly, and it goes, I've, I've never seen food
1: like this before, what is this called? As she begins eating it ravenously
2: I'm, like, looking at Laura, like, well, you've never had bread? Uh, never mind. And then she
1: chokes the water, hands it back.
4: I have more foods if, everybody uh, everybody needs some. There's plenty. You, uh, my friend, sitting there sadly. What, uh, what is
3: your story? I-I-I uh, was... I was forced here by by some unkind people to 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 deal with the witch because I, I I I'm always being picked on. So they told me I can't go back home until I've seen the witch or preferably have killed her.
2: Well, you and I seem to have similar goals. Maybe before you killed this witch, I could get a wish out of her. But either way, both of us want to find this witch.
3: I, I, I don't want to find nobody. I, I just want to go home and, and be with my books and my stuffed animals.
4: Well, for now, friend, you're going to help me as I am wrapping around the vines on the two logs. My place, if this is still my place, is about a mile north from here. I have food, I have shelter, I have anything you need. And uh, we can convene there and go from there and make plan. I really have no idea of this witch.
1: Maybe you can tell me more about the human history of this forest. And what to find in it.
4: Lots of bugs, birds, squirrels, chitmunks. I like to call them shitheads. Little fuckers are always underneath my house. But there
3: is plenty. Usually, forests take about 500 years to grow. That's something that I... Learned in one of my books.
4: I I tend to come out far to Chop down the trees for my home. This way, close by, still shelter. Lots of lots of strong trees.
2: Well, I am happy to go to your home. It is getting dark. I will say that my village says that this place is enchanted, and so not many people go into the forest from my village. It's haunted by a witch.
1: That's one way to put it. Definitely.
2: I have never heard of this witch. I really
4: don't know what you're talking about. But nevertheless, shall we? Lead the way. There is a clear path of uh, common tracks. You can tell that it is very, very worn. The leaves have been dispersed. There are multiple paths leading from the left of you to the right of you to one massive main trail, and you can tell that there have been a lot of logs dragged upon this way.
0: You proceed along this trail, and as you do, Varin, make a mind roll. With difficulty, 10.
4: Mind? Uh, (laughs) Well, I rolled a 4 and a 6. And I wouldn't be able to make it a 10
0: anyways. Would you like to make a bet?
4: Oh, man, I hate that. (laughs) Uh, What were the bets again?
0: You... Choose a number. So
4: I can use an 8, a 10, or a 12, and I get one of those per round, right? Or game, I should say? Yes,
0: and you roll. You call out a number. You roll. If you get that number or higher, you may add that number to your roll. You know, I'm going to
4: grab an 8. I'm going to... Wait, and what do I have to get? A 10 or higher? Yes. Oh, I'm just going to say I need to get a 4 or higher.
0: That's a fucking 1! (laughs) ha! So it's the seven total. So take one off your mind reserves. (sighs) And as you walk this path, you could have sworn that you knew exactly where you were going. And as you proceed, you see the tracks of the tree trunks that you have pulled many times down this path deepen into furrows on the ground. And the ground starts to become wet.
4: We- we have problem. This- this is not way, but it is way. Why is- Which one of you is playing the trickery? Huh? Which one of you are the witch?
1: We're following you, sir. I-
4: My home is not here. It should be on this path.
0: As you continue walking, the ground beneath you becomes more and more soggy, and eventually you happen upon a creek bed. A small stream is burbling through the woods.
4: I drop everybody drop ropes. This is this is not home, no no struggle for you. Just leave. Not leave, but leave logs.
2: <sighs> Maybe we can follow the creek.
1: I think I think she she lived this way and she points going downstream of the creek.
0: Do you follow the stream?
2: I follow where Alora points.
4: I am now in the back, just mind-blown, like this used to be my home, and now it's different.
2: All the while, I'm scanning through my book, trying to see if there is actually a mention of a creek Um, leading to this witch.
0: What is in your book, Burnett?
2: This is a book um, of fairy tales that people have discounted in my village, but has been handed down from generation to generation. And there is an old woman in the village that swears that these fairy tales were true. And it's from her that I took the book and it is from her um, that she told me that there was a witch in the forest and granted many wishes to um, the characters in this fairy tale book.
0: I think that's an equipment tag. Would you like it to be a not bad, a great, or a legendary?
2: Uh, I think it should be a great equipment.
0: <laughs> then add th- or add that tag, giving yourself a plus three and make a mind roll, adding that tag.
2: All right, so my mind is 3, so that means I roll 3d6s.
0: The difficulty is a 10, again.
2: So do, does that mean I add the highest that I roll for my 3d6s? Yes. So I did get two sixes um, and a 3, so that means that it's a 6 plus 3, which is a 9, which means that I probably need to make a bet. Go ahead um in that case i would like to use a piece of eight and i would like to get a one or higher (laughs) and uh, wouldn't you see i got a three
0: as you are following this stream and looking at your book you look at the book flip through a few pages look up at the stream the water is cold The forest is quiet. There are leaves on the ground that crunch under your feet. And you come to a break in the trees momentarily and see before you a vast lake. Still as a mirror overlooking a valley. On the other side of the lake is a cottage. You find this drawing in your book.
2: That witch, Alora, did you find her here? Well, she,
1: she kind of found me, but yeah. She keeps her chickens over there, and she points about 20 yards away from the house.
2: Why do you mention her chickens? Oh, well, that's what she used to provide
1: for us. You know, she would provide food and occasionally water. I think she liked us, and then one day it was too much, and we weren't giving back the same amount. But she lives there.
4: How does how does one like you give back? Well... What, uh, for farming on um, property?
1: Or no, 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 no. We would, we would just find gifts to bring and we would leave them at her doorstep and run away before she could find us. I don't know if she knew of this exchange, but how
2: could she not? Um, I look down in the book, I look back up at the lake. Do I see any way of getting across the lake?
0: You can easily walk around at the tree line. It's, mm-hmm. not, it's about the size of what we would consider a reservoir.
2: Well, if... she is indeed there, then I have to go there.
1: I I worry for your safety. I don't... as I said, I've never really interacted with this witch outside of one moment, and it was not a positive experience.
2: I... I mean, you're alive, you're here, how bad could it have been?
1: I suppose I am alive, but I think a part of me died in there. I don't think you should go in alone.
2: Well, I know that at least one of our friends here is also looking for the witch.
3: Out of the rest, I like to point out I do not want to be here. But uh, I'll do—I'll do right by you, ma'am, and at least try to protect you. I, I don't know how well I, I, I'll I be useful to you. At least I know if things go south, you can at least run away.
4: I walk over to Baker. Hello, little Bakerman. You. <sighs> I reach back, kind of pull out a tiny little hand axe. This is a little more your size, tiny for me. If you need to do something to protect yourself or make, make decision. You make decision. I hand it over to him, axe, hand in my hand, and hand him the handle. You know how the hand works,
3: yes? Uh, yeah, yes. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it's, it's a single blade, so... Yes, simple. Okay.
4: Much smaller than my big one. But uh, I I wish you well. And um, I still would like to know why they I am here. Maybe it is to help all you on your journey.
1: It seems you know the forest well as well. Maybe they needed two points of guidance. This is
4: not my forest. But let's carry on, shall we?
2: Let's go.
0: You begin to walk around the surface of the lake and as you walk you see two things on your right you see ripples cascade from parts of the center of the lake out toward the edge as you see small turtles heads pop up from the water and watch you as you cross by on your left the trees move slightly you could swear you see faces in them but as soon as you look toward them they're gone you hear the burbling of the stream behind you. And you hear the rush of water from behind the cottage up ahead. And you approach the front door.
4: I do have my axe resting on my shoulder, as I have this whole entire time. Well, who's going to knock?
2: I turn to Baker and I said. Just out of curiosity, how would your friends know if you saw the witch or killed the witch? Um,
3: they, they say that th- this, this witch has odd color hair, so maybe a couple strands of that. Could maybe, but I wouldn't be surprised if they would have demanded a body. I, I really don't want to do this.
1: Well, at least you're not alone.
3: That, that, that is a plus.
1: She's powerful, but there's strength in numbers.
2: I still don't see how she could be so bad.
4: Nate, is there a smell of anything in the air?
0: You smell the smell of pine from the trees around you. You smell the lake water. And you smell... baking bread.
2: Well, if none of you are going to do it, then I'm going to do it. And I raise my hand. Is there a door knocker?
0: There is no door knocker. There is a latch.
2: I raise my hand and I knock three times on the door.
0: The latch moves and the door swings open. Inside there is no one who has answered the door. There is a small cottage. Inside a well-furnished wooden room. Cushions, blankets, quilts, everywhere. There is a figure in a rocking chair. And at first glance looks like an old woman. But her skin is gnarled and pale, a little striped, like the bark of a birch tree. Her hair shimmers in the light like pine needles after a rainstorm and floats gently in the air. She is knitting a scarf out of motes of blue light that come in the air toward her fingers and weave together in a luminous glowing pattern. There is a loaf of fresh baked bread on the table. Four plates. There is a butter dish with a generous stick of butter on top of it.
2: Good evening, madam. May we come in?
0: The figure in the chair nods and continues rocking and knitting.
2: I enter.
4: I'm next. I, I, I put my axe head down on the ground and I use it more like a walking stick. As I enter,
3: I would have um, followed afterwards, um, looking over. Um, are you gonna come with us, or are uh, are you going to? Well. You're gonna stay out here.
1: I I can't just let you go in by yourself. I'll. Okay, but she's going to shrink herself down as much as she can, and keep her head low, and make her footfalls as silent as possible. Um, While also scanning to see if there are any trinkets or gifts that she recognizes, either on the stoop from her family, or inside in the hut um, that maybe she has given before, or her family has given before.
3: And I think if I was to see that, I'd try to, like, use my, my my body in a way to sort of, like, shield her so she isn't as noticed. Like, she could, like, use, like, my body for cover. But there, there really isn't much because he's lean. He's trying his best.
2: Uh, as... Lynette walks to the center of the room, she approaches the figure in the chair and says, Madam, we've heard that in these parts there is what some would call a witch. Have you heard of such a person?
0: The figure continues rocking back and forth, knitting, staring off into one point in front of her and smiles slightly and nods. I kinda make my way over to the loaf of
4: bread, kind of pull my axe up to go slice it. Madam, are you weaving a scarf from how is it called? Uh, Motes of light,
0: little essence of magic from the air, from various places. The figure smiles again, opens her mouth. And you hear the wind outside pick up, you hear a rustling of leaves that somehow forms itself into words in the air It says, Time is a tapestry.
4: I have heard this before. (laughs) It's been a long
0: time, and I go cut myself a piece of bread. It steams and the yeasty smell comes from where you slice the bread. It is soft, but it has weight to it, like made from several different grains naturally occurring in the forest. Dab it in the butter,
4: just like put a big stripe on it, and then I go sit down in front of her in that angle that she's looking at, just on the floor. Axe beside me, let me just take a bite.
0: You take a bite, and this the bread is earthy and substantial, but somehow still light and fluffy. The butter is a pungent but not too strong goat butter, and pairs so well with the bread. This is the most comforting meal that you have ever had.
4: (laughs) It brings back memories. (laughs) <laughs> you say she's a witch this is not a witch
2: madam if you are the witch of this forest that i've heard of i've heard that you would grant wishes and i have a wish that i would ask of you and i would give you whatever it is that you desire for this wish to be granted
0: When you say this, she does look up from her knitting, gingerly hangs it on a hook over a basket, and reaches for a set of cast iron scales on the counter. She takes a weight in one hand, puts it on one side, takes a piece of bread in the other, puts it on the other side, and the scale balances. And she looks at you, and you know that she means... To receive something, something must be given.
2: I am but a simple villager. I don't have much. I have this book of fairy tales, but something tells me that it's more.
0: She looks at the book and smiles and shakes her head.
2: Is that a no or a yes?
0: (laughs) She shakes her head no. You somehow know that this means she does not, it is not that she does not value the book, but that it is not yours to give.
1: Are we all able to figure out what the witch has said with the cast iron scales? Yes. I think Alora would take a step out from behind Baker with her hands spread open to show that she shows no threat to this woman and says, you say to receive something, something must be given, but My family and I have brought you many gifts and wonders throughout the years. And you take from us. And you take my... Who I am. What have we done? What have I done to deserve this?
0: She reaches a hand up. Takes a weight off one side. The scale unbalances. She looks out the window at her chicken coop. What you see is empty.
1: We could have never known that you had such a poor harvest.
0: She pushes the scale closer to you.
1: I'm gonna search through the bag that she has found in the forest. Um, which is filled probably with rocks and leaves and maybe the occasional feather that she has found and pick out the shiniest, prettiest rock that she has found in her travels and a couple feathers from various blue jays and chickadees and places it onto the scale very gingerly.
0: The scale moves slightly toward balance, but remains unbalanced.
1: I see. she will continue digging through the bag but probably doesn't find anything else of value besides maybe a couple mushrooms which she will take out and hold
2: up to the witch um i would like to dig through my bag as well and i bring forth an egg um and i lay it uh on the table next to the scale and i say it seems that you are missing chickens this is an egg from my farm and i would hope that if you nourish this egg that it could then one day become a chicken
0: the old woman takes the egg puts it on the scale next to this crystalline stone and the scale moves slightly more toward balance
3: I I would end up doing the same thing, um, and he would go through um, and and look, and, and and I think what he would end up, what Baker would end up pulling out is uh, oh god, it A little shovel. For like you know, turning over dirt. Like so a garden spade. Be, yeah, a garden spade. Um. This, I. Uh, ma- ma'am, uh, I I was sent here to kill you,
0: and bring. She laughs, and it sounds you. like. It sounds like. Rain, over a still lake.
3: But I, I I I I honestly don't don't have the heart for that, and this was this was honestly the tool that they gave me to well do do you in, and and I I just don't feel comfortable with that, so you would have a better use of it than I would
0: she takes it places it on the scale and the scale moves another step toward balance and she looks at Varen
4: he finishes eating his bread he stands up he looks around the room He, well, this has been a very long time. He takes his big axe and puts it right next to, uh, to Baker. He takes off his little satchel of goods and puts it next to, uh, Allura. And just smiles over at, uh, Lynette. Kind of pushes everything off the scale. He steps on it himself.
0: As Varen steps on the scale with one foot, it holds his weight and balances completely. And the old woman smiles at you. I can't believe they called you a witch. (laughs) She laughs again, the sound of rain. (laughs) Ah, that sound...
1: Would Alora recognize Baron from a time long past of her family watching the um, small shack and recognizing the occupants?
0: Roll mind. Okay.
1: There goes that one. <laughs> Difficulty
0: <laughs> eight.
1: I got a six and a
0: four. So you have a six. Yes. Do, do you want to you want to use one of your uh,
1: um, one of your bets,
0: or you can reveal a tag, which you can. I don't know re- what
1: the tags are.
0: So this would be revealing something about your character, and in this case, I think what would fit is revealing a memory of your fox family's history okay. with this witch.
1: Okay. Um. How would I phrase that? Would I just be like, once upon a time, or...
0: So you can reveal any tag, and you can say something like, just a statement about your fox family and how they've interacted with this witch. For how long, in what way, how did they come to be in this valley, and how did they come into this symbiotic relationship with this person?
1: Okay. Um, I think Alora's family has been in this forest for a very long time, as has this witch. And they've... Alora's family has grown with her and changed with her, and she seems to be never changing. She is always the same woman, the same age, the same project that she is working on. And her family tells tales of how they came to be in this forest, of her great-great-great-great-great-grandmother traveling with this witch from a land far away, where there were other foxes, abundant and running free. And now they are the only ones in this forest that they can find. And this witch has always provided for them and kept them safe, and they brought gifts and as much food that they could find Although, they didn't know if she could eat it. And... Eventually, the generations grew greedy. And with every year, there were less chickens and less tributes brought to the witch. Until, eventually, there was only one left. And... Allura was the one who was sent to hunt and bring back this kill to feed. But she was caught and was brought into the hut and changed and that would be the uh one of the tags i suppose
0: yeah so you can add a tag you can phrase it however you want but the, what comes to mind is a familiar history okay uh, plus two
1: okay would that be a uh, skill power or
0: i put that under powers
1: okay so do I get to add plus two to the six? Or? Yes.
0: So with that, Varen, would you like to reveal a tag about your character based on this interaction with the witch?
4: Oh. Hmm. Long time ago, there used to be a massive bear that also wandered these woods and was also transformed into someone else to be with someone this lonely witch and eventually moved on by himself and she called this bear Varen <laughs> and <laughs> I'm sorry tags like uh, yeah so what kind of tag
0: uh, you can put under your powers um, okay power <laughs> like bear yeah there you go
4: Alright, that's just a... Do we give that one a a power as well?
0: Yeah, give that a... You used your legendary, right? So give that a... I
4: already used my legendary. I'm using plus two on that one. So roll face. Face is just a one. (laughs) That's a six plus a two, so
0: eight. (laughs) You see a mixture of relief and happiness and some degree of fury on this elderly woman's face. Uh, But her expression softens and she embraces you. As she does, motes of blue light dissipate from the weaving that she's made and flurry through this cabin. When the rest of you can see again, there is no one standing where Varin and the witch were standing. You see a large bear running off into the woods, and you hear the witch's laughter through the wind. You feel her presence still in the ground beneath your feet. On the table, you see three things. One is an hourglass, set right in front of Lynette. One is the egg, set right in front of Allura. And one is a quill and ink, set in front of Baker.
1: I believe she wishes me to stay here and bring her chickens back. And she picks up the egg and holds it very gingerly in her hands as she does.
2: Nate, is the hourglass running?
0: The hourglass is running and it is set in a gimbal so that no matter how you rotate it, it stays running the same way.
2: I pick up the hourglass and I look at it.
0: There is an inscription on the bottom. Uh, I read it. It says, Only time heals a broken heart.
2: I take it and I place it into my bag with the book.
0: Alora, as you hold the egg, you feel it move and see a small beak crack right out of it.
1: Alora is going to just stare at it in awe and then gently um, take out some scraps of cloth that she had in her bag as well, and begin to arrange a sort of nest on the table and place it in the patchwork nest.
0: Out of this egg emerges a baby chicken, the color of moss on a tree.
1: I don't think they're supposed to be that color.
0: It chirps, and you hear the sound of a dewdrop dripping into a lake.
1: Uh, she begins to look um, through the cupboards and tries to find some semblance of chicken feed or hay or something to feed this baby chick.
0: There is a bag of bird seed.
1: She'll bring that over. She'll bring that over and begin to make a small mound on the table. Not too much, not too little. Just enough.
0: And the chick begins to peck at it.
1: I'm
3: doing it. Baker will look at at, at Laura and the chicken in awe that rather than like no life was taken today, a life was actually given. And I think at that moment he would pick up the quill and ink.
0: There is an inscription on the bottle.
3: Uh, he will read it.
0: It says he who creates worlds is never truly afraid.
3: Uh, I, I think she wants me to faith she, she wants me to face my bullies and tell them you know stand up for myself.
1: Perhaps there's something here that we can give you to tell them tales of killing the witch and braving the forest on your own. And Allura is going to look through... I'm assuming she would have, like, a cabinet that has, like, a hairbrush or, like, a toothbrush or something like that. And she's going to start looking there because she remembered wearing like, a piece of hair or something. And she brings forth this hairbrush that's made of carved wood and is very, like, rudimentary. And she holds it out to you.
3: Yeah... I think this could work as my spoil of the of this kill, and I I am pretty good with writing stories, so I I can always write something along the lines of how 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 it could have could have been a a grueling fight. There's no grueling fight.
1: There's also, and then she gestures to the axe that has been left sitting. Because you could say that you found that in the forest,
2: or used it fought to off. kill the witch. Yeah.
3: Yeah, that can work. I, I, I'll, I would just tell them that this is what I. I think I got an idea on what I can say, but I the axe and the brush would definitely be a big help to add authenticity to my story um I I I don't know what else to say except thank you for helping me face my fears of not not even face my fears, but acknowledge that I don't have to be afraid all the time.
2: I think this means that I need to go back to my village.
1: Are you able to brave the forest alone?
2: I take the book back out of my pack and I say, I think I have the best map there is.
1: And what about you, Baker? Are you headed back to the same village?
3: Yeah, I I think I will.
1: Well, I don't think this one chicken is going to create a whole flock by itself, so... Maybe I need to do some traveling as well. We have more eggs. Sounds great.
3: (laughs) Then, if anything, we we, we can always come back here to... You know, help build up her, 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 home.
1: I don't, I don't know if she plans to come back. At least not until my, my, my family and I's mistakes have been righted.
3: Well, now that you've met us, there's nothing stopping to help speak be that process along.
1: Right. As long as whatever is taken is
2: brought an offering as well. Right. And she did say time was the only way to heal a broken heart. Maybe she also provided the other thing, which is friendship and working together. I think that's a good... A very good... Gift.
0: As you note that, the sun begins to set... Over the valley, outside the window. You see a stream coming from the still lake... Pouring off the side of the... Overlook. You see... A number of people... Emerging from the woods dressed in reds and browns. Allura, they smell like your family.
1: She's going to glance over at the chicken, make sure it's okay. Um, I think by this time it will probably be resting in the nest, well-fed and happy. And then she's going to step out of the cabin shack, um, and hold up a palm to the nearest human
0: they look at you with wide eyes and meet your palm
1: going to close just going to close her hand around theirs you know give it a give it a shake and then pull them into a hug
0: i'd like to close on that scene and show as our camera pans up over the valley a image of time moving quickly overlaid by blue reams of yarn passing by we see a group of people clad in reds and browns building additional houses around this lake bringing more chickens into the coop, tilling the land nearby without disturbing the trees. We see Baker walking in and out, writing in a notebook. And we see Lynette conversing with a young woman by the side of the lake. And we hear a bear roaring from the forest, accompanied by the sound of laughter on the wind. Oh my god.
4: Nate. Yes? Yay. Nate, 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 <laughs> Nate. <coughs> Knowing how to go with the flow. Knowing how to just do what you do.
0: Thank you, thank you. Uh, so what did you all think of Feel System paired with this more um, heavy setting?
4: I... Let me say, uh, compared to the last time we played, I like them both equally. They both have their own tone, their own setting. And either way you go, like, we're just going with the whatever flow, improving as we go along. And the way you saw where I was going, you just kind of went. And it was amazing.
1: It was very um, intuitive to kind of whatever we wanted to do. Like, it didn't feel, like, constrictive at all which I really enjoyed. Um, cuz you could literally just be like, yeah, I I think this happens. And it was like, yeah, sure. You know,
2: I agree. I think I like the fact that there is not really a lot of constricting by rules um and it's much more focused on storytelling.
0: Mhm.
3: Mhm. I just found it fun that uh to play off of everyone's little things yeah that's the whole thing you get to work with
4: everybody just kind of play off of it like i didn't know what i was gonna do and then i found a little in and i just kind of went with it and so did nate and it just worked so good
1: i i was very appreciative that everyone went along with this witch idea like that was oh that was so fun because i was like i don't know what i'm gonna do with this like fox character like is she trying to turn back into a fox or is she just trying to you know, survive and, like, finding friendship and everything and, like, a purpose.
4: And see, I kind of took your little idea and kind of jumped over mm-hmm. from the other side a little bit. Who's this witch? My character wouldn't have known who the witch was because she turned him into a human and then let him be on his own after some time. And I just, that's where the story went in my head. So my character never thought she was a witch. And then smelled the loaf of bread. That's why I had to ask about the smells. Like, what did I smell? And he said loaf of bread. And I just took it from there. And just kind of played off that little beat. Sat down. Ate some bread. And just laughed.
1: It was also very easy to learn. Like, I I still have a lot of empty spaces on my little sheet. Because I didn't, like, we didn't get to, like, filling out an asset or advantage tag or anything like that. But it still felt very intuitive. Like oh, I, I have an egg, let me add that to my, like, equipment. It's probably, like, a plus two or whatever, you know? Um, it, it was very easy to learn, you know?
0: Yeah, I feel like with this more meditative kind of setting, it was a little harder to find things to roll for and a little harder to mm-hmm. figure out what tags would mean. I think we kind of got the hang of it near the end. As we started roping them into Mm -hmm. history, uh, Eduardo's putting a new element in the game in the next version. We're thinking about it uh, with uh, yarns and knots and like items that are story elements that you introduce sort of like tags. Mm -hmm. So. And
4: when you said she was weaving and knitting with like blue uh, uh, threads of magic just coming in. It linked me to another podcast I used to listen to. I can't remember what it was at the moment. Uh, but they had it had to do with weaving time or weaving energy together. Uh, it was so good. I just wish I could remember what it was at the moment. <laughs> There's too many podcasts I listen to. <laughs>
3: and create. <laughs> I, I, I just had a, a lot of fun just running through this again. Because uh, rarely do I get to play this archetype of being the cowardly lion, if that makes sense. <laughs> so, so this is something new and fun to roll into.
0: Yeah, how's everybody feeling? I was kind of basing this on like guided meditation sort of feel.
4: I'm I'm feeling pretty good right now. Okay, good. chilled
2: out, very college yeah. core feel, Nate. Yeah, <laughs> that's
4: what I was yeah. going for. <laughs> i the the second you said the little cottage she's just sitting there i pictured the whole entire inside of the house a little little table between like this kitchen sink and her sitting there the bread on a plate the butter
0: you can smell it <laughs> very wholesome yeah yeah well great and that Thank whole scale all.
4: thing right there that whole scale thing
0: Oh yeah, scales are one of my favorite uh Once you started talking metaphors. about the scale,
4: I knew exactly where I was going to go.
0: I'm so happy you went there too, because I was struggling with how to put that theme in there. I really wanted to, and you figured out the perfect way to do it.
4: It just fit, and I knew exactly where I had to go for my character. <laughs> that was so much damn fun. Mm -hmm. i'm so glad it was
1: very very chill you know like it was like a lot more serious but very very like relaxing serious like i think there was a part that i was like maybe i should mention that she has like a dagger or something that she found but i didn't know if combat was a part of the system or not
0: it it can be Um, (laughs) there is combat in the system um which uh I like the mechanics for combat in this system, but I felt like for this for this vibe, it wasn't.
4: Yep, I can I, I can really see how um, uh, anywhere from like a four to eight episode kind of show with this would work really really well.
0: Yeah, that's a good mm-hmm. question. So, with this more serious vibe, how do you think this would work with a longer term campaign? Uh, maybe four episodes or even longer.
3: I honestly would have went the. More infinity train route, but rather than four episodes, cut it to two to three more. Especially mm-hmm. like the way how fast we got everything done. Like yeah, what?
4: Th- there could have been a lot hour more a in the beginning um, for the introduction. Um, not not like honestly, the pacing that you had to fit it in where it was was perfect. It really was. But you're also bouncing your ideas off of ours and how we're acting and reacting, so.
3: Mm -hmm. it would be
4: very interesting to see how you would take it a little further
0: so yeah and i was feeling Mm -hmm. the the time pressure a little bit for a one shot that was meditative because i wanted to leave as much open space as possible but i knew that that was gonna be a time sink as well so yeah the pacing was tough
3: (laughs) so yeah honestly yeah like two to three it's more like a good stretch because then one, I'm thinking of is like if you also release them, they'd be kind of like in a shorter stint, and you'd have everything done because it's a one shot. I'm like, all right, here's like three mm-hmm. episodes. Like
0: oh, yeah, I, could, I could see minutes that or whatever. And then I like that.
3: I do think as go, well, it...
0: no, oh, go ahead. I just said I like that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I do think it could work also as a longer form campaign that wasn't as um mechanic heavy where the players were like super into role play and. Mm-hmm like, had a lot of ideas for their characters, like, backstory-wise, that would give them a lot of equipment tags and, like, stuff to play off of, I definitely think this system would work really, really well Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. that kind of format.
3: Would help maybe, like, a preset of items that we can pick and choose from to add to our pack Mm -hmm. would be a little bit nice. So long as we were, like, given, like, the overall, like, idea on what we're going to be doing...
0: I have an idea for a survival horror-themed thing that where you'd pick from a list of, like, semi-useless items.
3: <laughs>
0: I'm in for that, too. Okay.
3: Oh, uh, man, I would love to see how well I do in zombie world. <laughs> all right. I'm like, and I'm about to, like, just end all of you and survive. <laughs> and, like, ch- ch- kneecap, kneecap, and I'm running away. That's if there's guns. <laughs> oh, Oh, I like to think that if it's, a, if it's in a modern setting, <laughs> I can jerry rig a nail gun to be portable and go from there.
4: Yeah. We'll talk about that another time.
3: <laughs> I mean,
0: <laughs> yeah, in that setting, I have a whole idea for a list of different items you can get. And one of them is definitely just a gun with one bullet. I like that. Yeah. No. All right. Well, uh, any further comments? Thoughts? Great
1: system. Okay, no, I'm I just glad.
0: really enjoyed it. Great, great job by
4: the game master and great system. Uh, who, who created this again? Eduardo Eduardo Butzi. Eduardo Butzi, great job on creating this. Can't wait to continue to test it out.
2: It's a lot of fun.
3: Yeah, I, I like how when you both said Eduardo Butzi, Pat, because um, I have captions on. With Pat, it was with a Y, and then with Nate, it was with an I E S.
0: Well i can tell you how that's actually spelled uh so feel system is created by eduardo buzzi which is buzzi eduardo on twitter b-u-z-z-i e-d-o-a wait yes e-d-o-a-r-d-o did i get that right i think i got that right Mm. i don't know it's eduardo with an o instead of a u in the middle um yeah, so he is the creator of this. He's got it in playtesting in multiple groups of folks and uh, wanted to get a, a feel for what a more serious-toned game would be like. So I hope we've given him some good material and that maybe we can release this as part of our test kitchen. So uh, I'll sign us off. Uh, thank you, for everyone, for joining us today. Uh, our players today have been Pat. Where can they find you?
4: Thank you. Thank you, Nate. Thank you for being so amazing at running these test kitchen games. They can also find me at Professor P.F.M. on the Twitters and Instagram and all that other fucking crap. <laughs> and Otto.
1: Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Human Wreckage, but the C or the A is a C. Human Wreckage, because I made it when I was like 12
2: and couldn't spell. And Faye. Thank you again, Nate, for um, having me on this test kitchen. Um, you can find me also on Twitter at Fake Eye
0: and norman
3: uh yeah it was great love being in the kitchen um uh, if you want to find me that would you can find me at Norman Lambert 45 there's 45 of us that i've so far taken out and i need to grow more so you're finding more norman Lamberts. okay so wouldn't that make you 46 yes, basically so gently
2: 40- in the so one so you took 44 out <laughs> mm-hmm
0: yeah (laughs) keep in mind everyone he was 45th in line to the throne and that is now changing yeah i have been your gm i am nathan at nate scott jones on twitter and you can find the rest of our material for the test kitchen on cast of many things Uh, good night everyone and sleep well